you know, I could read all the books and kind of sort of know what's wrong with me, but like, until I actually like do the work and have that sort of realization for myself, then it's kind of like, ah, okay, like that's, that's when I feel like I'm able to truly let go of it. Hello and welcome to Charm Chats. Here we talk about self-discovery and finding true happiness within. I'm Leanne, and today I sat down with Matthew, who's been meditating for five years and shared how he resolved his search for purpose and found meaning in his everyday life. Matthew is someone who always inspires others with his diligence and humility while doing this meditation practice, and so I hope you enjoy his story during this episode of Trump Chats. Hello, Matthew. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Welcome to our studio here at Chom Chats Productions, LLC. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just, just decided right now. <laughs> Normally, for our one episode that we recorded, you are our producer. So now you're here in the room. How does it feel? Good, good. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I thought I would actually be more nervous, but... <laughs> Probably thanks to meditation, because <laughs> I'm much, much more calm doing this wow. type of thing. So, yeah. So. Cool. I do get nervous for these things, but it's better than the last time, mm. I will say. So, I'm glad I got the first one out of the way, because right. that, that's going to be the hardest one. Yeah, usually, yeah, when you start and the more you do it, it kind of mm. gets better. Yeah. So, I've been meditating here at Lindhurst Meditation. <laughs> for um, about two and a half years, Mm -hmm. and you've been here the whole time since I've been here. So how long, when did you start? Yeah, so I started in, it was like July 2018, so it's been almost five years now. So you doubled me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you were here pre-pandemic. Yes. That's that's interesting, because I started after the pandemic. Right, right. Yeah, definitely before the pandemic, things were kind of run a little differently. Yeah. I was definitely a little more loose and, you know, people kind of coming and going. But yeah, now it's it's actually much more organized, you know, and I think a lot of actually, you know, despite everything with the pandemic, like, actually, I think a lot of good stuff came out of it for mm-hmm. this. Just everything's just more organized. We have online classes now, so it's actually kind of better for everybody. So was there no online before before that? Nope, it was only in person, so you had to come to the center to, to meditate. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's crazy how much what we do is online now. Yeah. And how accessible it is for everybody. So it's yeah. kind of cool that that was a result of, positive result of something yeah, not yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anytime bad things happen, there's always something positive to find yeah. in it, so. All right, well... Um, why did you come here? Why are you here, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the question we all want to know? <laughs> um, yeah, so I started meditating because I had just probably about six months or so after I finished college. Um, I just finished graduate school and yeah, I was dealing with a lot of like anxiety, depression, and which is generally not happy because I didn't really like what I went to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was always kind of growing up, I was always sort of that, like that shy, quiet kid and had a lot of like social anxiety so yeah I didn't really talk to people that much I feel like um and so I also kind of dealt with a lot of like loneliness you know and it's not just like being by myself I actually found that like even being around other people made me feel alone mm-hmm. um sometimes kind of worse than being myself which I thought was kind of 
funny. Um, but yeah, I didn't think I kind of also struggled too with like, I guess a sense of like trying to find like, like where do I fit in or where do I belong and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, by the time I got to college, you know, I didn't really say I didn't love it, like what I was doing. You know, what did you, if you don't mind me asking, <laughs> what did you go to school for? Uh, engineering. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about engineering. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I, don't, I barely remember anything about engineering. Was um, there a reason you picked that? Or? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of in high school and stuff. I was always good at science and math, and I never really liked English class or that sort of stuff. So it just kind of, you know, I was like, I was like, well, like physics and chemistry were cool, so I kind of would actually went into chemical engineering. Um, it's like it kind of seemed like the logical thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of like going to college and stuff, I was sort of just following like. Oh, like that's what you're told to do, right? Mm-hmm. Is just go to college, get a good job, and you know, yeah. live your life or whatever. But like for me, like I was just kind of like just miserable, and like I didn't really like what I was doing. And like over time, like throughout like the years in college, like it was kind of just getting kind of just building up, you know. So it was kind of getting like worse. And it was funny. I remember having like I guess maybe not funny, but I remember having like you know, because like the start of every year, I was like I remember having like a panic attack or something, just like going to the first class. So I was like. Looking back, it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, it's, it's routine. It's that time of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, you know, just kind of building up. And it was mostly just things just going through the motions of it. Again, like in college, like I had people that I talked to in class, but like not a whole lot of like friends outside of it. And so because I really didn't like what I was doing, I'm like, okay, like I struggled a lot with like purpose and like, and like why am I here? Like what am I meant to do in life and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Yeah, struggling with that, that's probably, like, I think at the core of a lot of what I was going through, too. And, yeah, I mean, just, I said, by the time I actually ended up going to graduate school, too, for another yeah, degree in engineering, which, again, it's kind of like, parents like, oh, yeah, like, you should go get a master's degree. So I'm like, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have a master's? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, like, that's, that's kind of when I got to a point of like, all right, like I needed to sort of start taking care of like my mental health. And that's when I started going to like a counseling center at school and, you know, and like got into like self-help books and all that sort of stuff. And eventually that all kind of led me to meditation. And then, yeah, I've been just been doing this ever since. Was there like a moment or a catalyst for when you were like, I need to do something for my mental health or just like randomly? Um... I don't know if it was really, I guess it was kind of a catalyst in a way, whereas like for me, a lot of the ways I was kind of dealing with my emotion was through like, just like kind of listening to music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the bands I liked, like their lead singer always talked a lot about like, and just kind of following our social media, talked a lot about like, you know, being yourself and like not being afraid to like, sort of be like weird or, <laughs> or misunderstood or that type of thing. And to like, mm-hmm. I guess kind of, kind of, I guess find like, do what you love and that sort of stuff. So I think that kind of like, in a way, kind of planted the seed mm-hmm. for it. And then, yeah, so I think that's it's kind of, if I could pick a moment, I think that's probably where it <laughs> kind of maybe started. Who's the artist? Uh, Hailstorm. Hailstorm, if you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those bands, and, like, it always holds a special place in my heart because I'm, like, it's kind of... Kind of always thought of, like, yeah, they kind of saved my life in a way because it kind yeah. of started started the whole process and journey, I feel like. Mm-hmm. There's a few things in my journey that I feel that way towards, too. Mm-hmm. But today's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how did you find the center? 
Uh, yeah, so at the time I was looking at, like, you know, self-help books and stuff, and I always read about, like, how meditation's good or whatever, so I was like, and I tried a few things on my own about, like, whether it was just something I read in a book, or I downloaded, like, an app just to try to, like, meditate along, and I'm like, okay, like, it feels feels good while you were meditating, but it didn't really, like, afterwards, I'm like, okay, then all the the stuff comes back, (laughs) you know, when you're done meditating, and so I thought it'd be good to try to, like, find a place, and then I was actually driving along you know the main road here and i happened to see the center i was like oh like maybe i should go check that place out and the funny thing is is that like because i live in the next town over like i've driven up this street like probably hundreds if not thousands of times and like before i signed up the center i'd already been here for at least a couple years and i never noticed (laughs) that it existed until i was actually kind of looking for something yeah so i was like oh i guess i was ready to (laughs) to find it it. Yeah, yeah to see it Give me a sign. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you tried, you said you went to counseling? um, Yeah. In college? Like on campus or? Yeah, so we had like a little counseling center where they had like different like therapists and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's where I, it's probably the first time I actually like opened up about anything I was going through to anybody. Um, You know, as I kind of growing up, I really didn't have like, really share like my emotions or what I was going through or didn't really have I guess somebody that I could like I guess reliably talk to <laughs> um and so yeah I basically bottled everything up for like 23 years <laughs> and so I you know got to counseling and therapy and yeah that's Same. where <laughs> do you um did it help when you went to therapy yeah I definitely feel like it was it helped and I think it I guess it helped make some progress whereas like I I guess it got me out of the really, really bad place. <laughs> you know, I was like, still wasn't necessarily in the best place, but I think it kind of got me, yeah, sort of helped me to sort of dig out of that hole a little bit and got me to a place where I think I would eventually be sort of open <laughs> to doing meditation. Mm-hmm. I think if it's something I had found when I was sort of at like kind of the lowest point, it's like, I don't know how well it would have gone. So I feel like therapy kind of helped, you know, I say bring me out a little bit and kind of, I think, open up my mind a little more, you know. I was also reading like self-help books and stuff at the time. So it was like kind of a combination of the two things and journaling to like, you know, I was like seeing progress. I was maybe feeling a little better, but it's like still like the anxiety, depression wasn't like totally gone. So I was still looking for, you know, mm. something to, to help or basically help get rid of it. <laughs> ideally. Yeah. yeah. I think being open to any avenue of help is always a good thing. Being open-minded. Mm. But it's definitely different here than <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's a different kind of lasting effect, as you know, right, in this place. Right. So you passed by the building that said Lindhurst Meditation. <laughs> Did you immediately stop? Did you come back a different day? Uh, well, I think what I did is I actually Googled them. <laughs> I guess to check out their website and stuff. And I th- think I remember seeing something at the time where I said about like finding your true self or I might even said something about like finding like purpose or something along those lines where I was like, oh, that, that's kind of what I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's where I, yeah, it's where I was like, that's when I ended up, you know, making the appointment to, to come in and do the intro. So. What was your first impression? Yeah. I mean, overall, I think it just sort of felt like a good place to be like everybody at least when I met, you know, Claire and everybody's like, there was, everybody's nice. And, you know, when they gave the introduction, I was explaining the whole concept. I'm like, okay, like this makes sense. And it was kind of in line with even like stuff I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, everything's kind of logically made sense. 
Um, and yeah, I think actually one thing I remember that you know, Claire told me when she was giving me the intro is that like, oh, like when you meditate and you really like become free of your mind and like your false self, that like you don't need the you don't need to read the self help books anymore because it's like you know the meditation is kind of like getting rid of the self. So it's like if you get rid of the self, you don't need <laughs> what do you need the help for, right? So that's kind of how I thought about it. So I'm like, oh yeah, like that's and it's actually true. Like eventually, yeah, I was like, I didn't feel the need to you know, to read this stuff. Cause I'm like, I was just looking for something that works and you know, yeah. this was working. So, you know, I just kind of mm-hmm. doubled down on it and, you know, focused on doing it. Yeah. I didn't read that many books, but I definitely, I read a few books and I remember that it feels kind of good to like read about it. It's like mm-hmm. re- reading about the promised land, <laughs> yeah. but like not actually being there. Yeah. And, yeah. but it's like hopeful when you're mm-hmm. reading it. So I feel that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely kind of put all the ideas of like, okay, like this is where I want to go, <laughs> where I want to be headed, but it's like trying to figure out how to get there is a different thing. Yeah. So when did you start noticing yourself changing and in what ways? I mean, I think probably within the first month or two, I felt like my anxiety or depression was getting lighter or... You know, I kind of feel like, okay, like something was, was changing or was different. Um, or is maybe just becoming a little more like, I guess, maybe self-aware of what I was feeling. But yeah, I think definitely, it's like, not myself getting lighter. And I think like things that used to bother me, you know, they would still bother me. But like, instead of spending like a week dwelling on things, it maybe be like a day or something. So like the, mm-hmm. the time that things would sort of linger in my mind was getting shorter. Um, and yeah, I think it definitely was in the first like, couple months two three months started noticing yeah those kind of the changes yeah that's crazy that only two or three months i mean it kind of sounds like like a long time but that's also a ridiculously short time <laughs> yeah. For how long. <laughs> yeah yeah for 23 years that you've been <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> piling up this like stress and burdens and stuff mm-hmm. and in three months this was able to help you feel better yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't Start. like, yeah. yeah, definitely wasn't like totally gone, but you could notice like some improvement, mm-hmm. you know, so. Okay, so you noticed that your anxiety levels got better, right? Yeah, it was like, it was, I think it's like reducing a bit and I could notice like, I could notice some change mm-hmm. in it, you know, even if it wasn't like a big change, like I noticed that yeah, I definitely felt a little different, a little better with it. And you said that and purpose? were like two major things that attracted you to this place right yeah yeah so. purpose i think yeah was kind of a big like driving factor of like you know trying to figure out like well, what am i meant to do or like you know sort of even as far as maybe like it's like career or just what am i passionate about and like trying to like sort of figure out like what did i actually want to like basically what did i want to do with my life right. <laughs> kind of thing yeah so <laughs> <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that now five years later yeah, that's actually one of the things that I feel like actually more recently I started to like finally, I guess, kind of decide or figure out. Um, it's actually more of like this year I kind of started realizing that like, oh, like in terms of purpose, I it's kind of like sort of like enlightenment or realization about like, oh, like I don't really don't need to have like a purpose or like that was just something that I kind of creating in my mind. It was like chasing after and that itself was kind of making me unhappy, you know, because I think so long as I was kind of like chasing that in my mind, it's like, I don't think everything would have ever like probably fit it or I would have found mm-hmm. something else wrong with it. So that's 
was kind of the big realization I had to like, oh, I could just, you know, just live my life and just kind of do what I have to do every day. And then one thing that I've been kind of studying and looking into recently is like design work and that sort of thing, just because, you know, over the last couple of years for the center, like I've been doing like the website and doing some like posters and stuff like that. And I just found that like, oh, like I enjoy doing this. <laughs> so maybe I should, you know, check it out or learn more about it. So yeah, I think it took probably five years, but I finally like, you know, I finally found it, but I think that's, yeah, it's something that's like, Usually that's sort of the deepest mind you have or like the the reason you kind of start meditating sometimes is what takes the longest to mm-hmm. sort of to go away and figure out. But yeah, it definitely will eventually go away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, feeling like I didn't know what my purpose was either. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't my deepest mind though. Right. Um, but it was something that when I had all of the mind's on top of each other that's when i started to feel like why am i even here like why am i dealing with this right what's the point of my existence right now right so it was kind of like a result of everything else that i started to feel that Mm. way but i remember telling claire because claire asked me she's like so do you know like do you have do you know what the purpose of life is now and this was like after like only like level one or two (laughs) and i was like i mean right now i was like to live Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, truly, to truly live. And then I didn't, at the time, really, I don't think I understood it the mm-hmm. way I think she was really saying it. I think what she was saying was, like, to live truly here, like, mm-hmm. uh, free from the mind, right. basically. But the way I meant it at the time <laughs> was that just to actually live in inter- like there's no big, kind of like what you said, like, there's yeah. no, I was creating, like, this story that right. had to be fulfilled instead of just enjoying the day-to-day mm-hmm. of life right basically yeah because we always get kind of caught up in our minds and stuff and sort of what's going on right now that we or what's going on in the future or we're hung up on the past so we don't really ever like yeah. enjoy the day-to-day mm-hmm. i think the other thing for me too that i also like while i was in like college and kind of like struggling with that as like i also looked at like the people around me i'm like okay like people who they go to work, they come home, they complain about their jobs or something's always like wrong or unhappy. So I'm like, yeah. that can't be the right way to live. <laughs> like yeah. there's something, something that didn't make sense to me. So that's also, I think what was sort of driving me to find like, you know, basically happiness <laughs> and a deeper, you know, deeper meaning in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, as a veteran <laughs> here at the center, do you have any other like enlightenments that you realized um you know it's i think the interesting thing about enlightenment is that like sometimes when you think about it you think it's like this big like magical moment where it's like you know the heavens open up (laughs) you know we have like this this big magical moment where we have uh you know maybe some sudden realization or some like oh everything's perfect now but i think what i've kind of learned through this process is that like for me like enlightenment has really just been like basically just like self-realization where it's like you know I kind of know something about myself where it's like okay like I know I'm anxious I know maybe this like triggers my anxiety or I know that I'm doing this to like cope with this thing or whatever and it's like I think for me those enlightenments and realizations when I like I meditate and eventually like it kind of hits my heart more I'm like oh that's why I was doing that like you have that aha moment or in some cases I'm like duh that's what it was (laughs) moment um but I think that's you know, kind of talk about the difference between like knowing and becoming. It's like, you know, I could 
read all the books and kind of sort of know what's wrong with me, but like until I actually like do the work and have that sort of realization for myself, then it's kind of like, ah, okay, like that's, that's when I feel like I'm able to truly let go of it, you know, but it's like in order to sort of have that like little like singular moment, it's like you have to keep doing the work to kind of, to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to get really hung up on wanting to feel that big, like, yeah. aha moment. Because there were times where I knew certain things, but from, like, kind of a more logical point mm-hmm. of view. And so I would, like, think I was not getting it or something like that. Like, I was, right. and Claire was like, why do you think, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, why, <laughs> why do you think you're not, like, there yet or something? I don't know. I forget. But... And I was like, well, because I didn't have, like, this big, like, moment. She's like, mm-hmm. but you still understand it. She's like, did you understand it before? And I was like, no, I guess not. Right. So, it, yeah, I mean, it can be a gradual mm-hmm. thing where it just feels normal that you get something, but, mm-hmm. um, or you understand something. But, yes, I had an expectation <laughs> yeah. that it was completely wrong. Yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any advice for people thinking about starting? Uh, I mean, I think the best thing, which is, you know, it's really just like keeping an open mind. And I think just kind of knowing that this is something that's going to take, you know, time and patience and, you know, perseverance. It's like really when I look back on like my sort of my journey like I feel like the only thing special I did was basically just show up <laughs> you know like <laughs> like I have plenty of times where I was like ah maybe it's not going well or it's going through a hard time or it's not focusing and like you know so many ups and downs but like what I've kind of learned is that like no matter what you're going through if you just like stick with it like it will eventually disappear um even like in you know 2020 when the pandemic started and it was home it's like it was bringing up so much other like minds and emotions and so many different things um, and I was really like kind of going through a hard time. And then I feel like it took me probably almost like a year of like meditation before I finally felt like I was actually like kind of free from that. Or I started to like, okay, like I feel like I've moved on from that, you know, and that's something that kind of really taught me. I'm like, okay, yeah, no matter what comes up, if you really just like stick with it, that, you know, it will eventually you know, go away. Mm-hmm. Showing up is half the battle. Yes. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like sometimes easier said than done. Like it sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but you face a lot of resistance at the same time. I, mean, I know there were a lot of times where I just didn't want to join the class right. <laughs> for no reason. I wasn't doing anything. I was right. probably on my phone right. scrolling. <laughs> yeah, like we all do. <laughs> and somehow I felt like it was going to take too much away from something I had to do or something right. like that. But no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like whatever yeah. I was doing was on a port. You can always find the time in the day. Right. And right. it's not even that long. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like that's meditation itself is like just showing up and just, just yeah. putting yourself there even if it's. Because yeah. then once you're there, you'll do the work. Yeah. I mean, and then you always feel great afterwards, mm-hmm. you know. That's like anything that's good for you, though, Mm -hmm. I think. It kind of has that same, like, eating, for example. Right. Eating bad feels good in the moment, but then, like, you know, (laughs) an hour later you're regretting it. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes sooner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's that instant, yeah, instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I think one other thing, too, um, that I sort of remember is, like, I was at the center one day, and I was, like, it's kind of, like, having stuff come off, wasn't feeling good, so I'm like, hey, let me go out for a walk or whatever, and then when I came back, still wasn't feeling that great, <laughs> so I remember talking to uh, Lauren, who was one of the meditation guides here, and, like, one thing she told me that, like, just always just kind of, like, stuck in my mind was never suffer alone. Um, and that's something that I feel like, okay, like, yeah, like, you know, we're all kind of going through a hard time and really like the guides and the people here, are, like, they're really here to like help you to get through it. And so that for me was something that kind of like stuck in my mind. And I think that's also what's so great about this meditation is that there's just a big like community behind mm-hmm. it. That's true. When I was at the peak of like my anxiety and depression meltdowns, I was like, the thing about anxiety for me is that I have to get it out, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those very uncomfortable feelings that, like, I can't sit with it. Like, either I had to fall asleep mm-hmm. and hope I didn't wake up, because <laughs> 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 as soon as I wake up, it's back again. Right. Um, or if I'm awake, I just need to get it out, basically. Mm-hmm. Or I need to... I Basically, I would just keep, like, word vomiting and hoping that I'd feel better somehow. Right. Um, so I was, like calling people mm-hmm. that like probably didn't want to deal with it but they were they're nice though <laughs> everybody was very um good to me i'll say right but the first time you know and then <laughs> and then i'd be like calling them again right right and then, and then the third time i wouldn't call them because i knew i was it was too much but I wanted to because I didn't know what else to do. Like sitting, literally, like letting it sit and bubble inside of me. It was like I just couldn't handle it. Right. Um, so I'd like viciously go on walks, <laughs> <laughs> walking really fast, and that, somehow that, that, that did actually relieve it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point I'm trying to get to is, it wasn't until I came here, mm-hmm. and because while all my friends were very and family were nice and had did their best with advice. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it go away. It didn't make right. the pain go away. So coming here, not only was I starting to feel better, but I didn't feel as much of a burden, like dumping all of my right, right. <laughs> drama on Claire. And not just Claire. I mean, there were other people around here too. Not that I was constantly telling everybody my problems, yeah, yeah. but I did feel that sense of community and like, I didn't feel like I was being too much, basically. Because that, I mean, that was why I was here, right, I guess. Right, So, yeah. and everybody here had gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. So everybody was really nice and welcoming, including you. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the first people I think I met, probably. Probably, here. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And you guided me a few times. Yes, yeah, I got a... Yeah, after probably, I think after like a year or two, I kind of started like, probably after like a year, I think I started like guiding and doing like some helping and stuff, which looking back on it, that's like insanely fast. <laughs> it's just hard doing that. And I still have like a lot of stuff to work on. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like you say, like everybody's kind of going through something similar here. So even when I've met people, even if I met people from like other centers or whatever, like it's so easy to like connect with people. And there's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you can tell everybody's kind of just being themselves. <laughs> you know, there's no really like judgment or anything like that. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, something I actually just finally, finally just clicked for me that Claire told me <laughs> recently, because um, I'm going through helper training right now, mm. and um, 
whenever I have minds come up or something, I'm like, am I in the position to be doing this? Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I, if I can really help people if I'm still struggling with my own things. Mm-hmm. And she basically said, like, being a helper doesn't mean you're on a pedestal. Like, mm-hmm. you're not better than the other person. You're growing with that person. Right. So, yes, I mean, she's obviously been doing this longer than me mm-hmm. and, like, knows the method and knows right. how to teach the method. But at the same time, it's not her method. Right. You know, so she's only, she's delivering the message and doing mm-hmm. her best to identify problems and help guide you along the way. Right. But she's not here to be, you know, above you, I right. guess. Right. So that was kind of humbling for me. So like it's less pressure for me to be perfect, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing I also learned from, yeah, when I did like a bit of helper training and stuff too, is like, it's not really like, like you said, it's like, you don't have to be perfect or like, um, or have to be like completely free and not going through anything. It's more of like, you know, you're just sort of at the level where like, okay, you, you know that like, okay, if I just work on this and meditate, like it will go away. So you kind of know that like, it's kind of not that important, especially like Mm -hmm. if you're like talking to somebody or, you know, or guiding or whatever. You know, it's kind of just being in a place where it's like I can handle my mind no matter what yeah. comes up, you know, and still kind of just do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And, and think about think guiding or even just any sort of like, you know, action or things we do for like the center. It's like it's ultimately kind of helps us because it helps us like self-reflect and kind of be free from like our own mind. So it helps us to keep on growing. So even as much as like we think we're helping other people, but sometimes in a lot of ways they end up like helping you. Because, like, you might learn something about yourself through the process or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes when I guide now, it's like I'll, like, see people like, oh, they're actually doing pretty well. Like, I feel like they're doing much better than I <laughs> than I was, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah, you kind of really, like, kind of just learn from, from anyone. Yeah, and also, as much as I don't like struggling with things, I love struggling with things <laughs> because... One, it kind of puts me in my place. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I still have some things to work on. And two, I think it'll be really beneficial down the road to be relatable and mm. like to know, or like, you know, if somebody has this, some problem that I experienced, then I can talk about it versus right, like, right. you know, if everything went smoothly, then how am I going to help people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It also helps you to be more patient with people because you kind of understand, too, yeah. what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming into my studio. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I already said that you are our producer, mm-hmm. but you also designed. <laughs> when this episode <laughs> is posted, you will have finished yes. designing. The design will be finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the logo, the cover art right did i get right. those right yes <laughs> um and everything else you do around here so thank you for doing that <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure <laughs> um we like to end with gratitude do you want to start or should i uh, i mean i guess i guess i could do it <laughs> go okay it's <laughs> <laughs> like twice go <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, like I'm just really grateful, of course, for like the meditation and the method and just for I think all the support I've gotten and everybody I've met through here. Um, and I'm also just grateful to 
like just grateful to be alive, which is not something I feel like I would have said ever <laughs> before meditation. You know, I feel like for probably the first time in my life, I actually have a lot of like hope and looking forward to the future and just kind of grateful to to be here and, you know, doing what I'm doing. So yeah, that's probably what I'm, something I'm most grateful for. Yay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm also grateful to be here. I'm not going to copy you, I promise. <laughs> I'm grateful for for you, for Claire, um, for everybody that I met here that was patient with me and gave me, you know, some tips, advice. Natalia, I think Vanessa, um, Lake. Everybody's been really great. And I am grateful to be able to do this podcast to hopefully help some other people. I'm grateful that my arm didn't have to get amputated. But that doesn't make sense to any of the listeners. (laughs) No context. But it makes sense to Matthew, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to Traum Chats. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to leave a review and follow us on social media. All of the links are in the description. And if you're interested in trying this meditation method yourself, you can visit onlinemeditationevents.com for online classes and to be connected to a center near you. See you next time.